I'm Carrie. And I'm Stephanie. And this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast. Hey, Stephanie. Hey, Carrie. It's another Wednesday Reviews. (laughs) Is this our new theme song? (laughs) (laughs) It's another Wednesday Review. (laughs) Could be. (laughs) Why not? We're ready for holiday spectacular. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we are. And any other singing song, uh, singing song, Mm -hmm. singing movie. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to start out with Reindeer Games Homecoming, which was a Lifetime movie. Um, And this was starring Sarah Drew and Justin Bruning. And I'm just going to read this description. When her father dies, Mackenzie keeps her father's tradition of the town's fundraising the Reindeer Games alive. But when high school crush Chase shows up and plays against her, the spark begin between them grows. Okay. So I was worried you were going to read like the long, you no. know, like two paragraphs. I normally do. Nope. <laughs> I went to IMDb and found the short one. Ah, uh, good thinking. <laughs> but, you know, I was just like, this has a lot of, this had a lot of moving parts. So I was like, I feel like, although I feel like all of them this weekend kind of had, yeah. Um, maybe this one was the least one. No, I think Six Degrees of Santa had the least moving parts, but we'll, we'll get there. Anyway, how are we going on set? I gave it a three. <laughs> Me too. It was fine. I mean, yeah, it was fine. And, you know, I kind of saw on Instagram. So there's another podcast called, I think it's it's Technically Romance Podcast. Where they did like an actual breakdown of the setting because I think he does like movie stuff. And so he's like, the background is blue and he's sad. And so the background setting really sets the mood. And I was like, ooh, Carrie and I could do that. But did I notice any of that while I was watching this? No. And Carrie's colorblind. (laughs) And it wasn't raining when they were sad. She might not notice this anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I do, however... Usually notice when there is rain at a change because, you know, in Mm -hmm. movies, rain symbolizes a change. And so you'll get to like a climax point and there will be a rainstorm or something like in uh, the notebook Mm -hmm. when they're out there and what do you want? (laughs) What do you want? (laughs) Great job, Carrie. Well, in Christmas movies... Snow usually signals, you know, falling in love. Oh, that's so, true. I guess that happened a couple of times. Still only gave the setting a three, though. I don't remember anything that really super stood out to me. I mean, she they were at a disadvantage because he was an actor and she was a teacher. And I'm not going to give a school usually mm-hmm. more than a three. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's not like he had a cute little shop or something to like draw me in but i mean his la house was cool looking but that was only like 30 seconds as he packed up and left his home yeah (laughs) and i liked that she lived next to the firehouse all right so style i gave it a four because i really love yeah i really love sarah drew's naturally wavy curly hair oh my gosh that's what i wrote down was her hair exclamation point Like she, I feel like she rarely gets to wear it that way in movies. I feel like in recent years she's been doing it more, but like I'm used to her in Grey's Anatomy where she has 
her hair was like always straightened. And then people who don't watch Grey's Anatomy, I feel like we sh- should have mentioned that Sarah was actually in Christmas in Vienna with Brennan Elliott a few years ago. That is true. So yep. they may remember her from that movie. And a and lifetime movie called Christmas Pin Pal, where her love interest is Niall Mater. And Twinkle All the Way with Ryan McPartland. I mean, we could just do all this all keep day. Keep it going. But... Keep it going. Although, I've... was this the one? This was the one which had a Ryan McPartland cameo. Cameo. Yeah. In a movie. On, in the movie. <laughs> yes, he was. I was like, oh my gosh. Which is kind of funny because he doesn't have a holiday movie coming out this year. So they threw him in there. I couldn't tell what movie it was that was playing, though. I Did couldn't you know? either. No. Maybe it was Twinkle All the Way. Which is Could've kind been. of a nod with to Sarah, but it's been a while since I've seen it, so I, I didn't remember like the scene or anything. But I thought that was fun. Yeah, me too. And I also noted for style, I really liked his suit at the end. Mm-hmm. I felt like her dress was fine. I mean, it was pretty enough, but it was not anything spectacular, which went with the role. So that's it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, I really liked his suit at the end. I thought he looked great in it. And we start the movie off with him basically shirtless. I mean, I was going to say. Almost naked. (laughs) Like when he starts getting undressed in public and everybody pulls out their phones and people are fainting. I laugh so hard. (laughs) And him and his boxers. I was like, hopefully there's not a peekaboo happening here. This is lifetime, Carrie. <laughs> I know, but I was just thinking boxers have those holes in them. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, like they could have picked a different type of underwear, but I guess boxers are the the least form fitting. <laughs> yeah, fashion so. tape isn't that what it's called? Probably put the seams together. Well, I'm anyway. sure that they did. I just don't think that him in real life had the seams sewn together. <laughs> if he was wearing them in real life, we're just so, gonna question funny. Justin's box. There was no peekaboo. <laughs> no. Oh, man. But we did get good shirtless shots. Yep. Um, Storyline, I also gave it a four. I did, too. Oh, good. I, I felt like this one was more serious than I would usually like. However, I think they did a really great job at offsetting it with funny things happening. Mm-hmm. And the chemistry between them was like on fire the whole movie yeah they're just so good together and i mean i didn't want them together in Grey's anatomy but i like seeing them outside of that (laughs) together (laughs) (laughs) because you just know that they really get along i mean i would assume that they really get along and you know sarah wrote this movie oh i did not realize that yeah so she executive produced it and she wrote it and I just feel like maybe she had him in mind. And I think she, so she like wrote it to his strengths, wrote it to her strengths. And I like how she threw in the doctor stuff because in this movie she wanted to be a doctor. And oh yeah, I was like, oh, there's Dr. Kepner. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was just really cute. And there were some fun lines. I felt like it was really a great movie. It was sentimental in times. It definitely made me tear mm-hmm. up. But Mm -hmm. it offset it a lot of the time, the seriousness of her losing her dad and dealing with the grief five years, not recent, guys, five years ago. I know. (laughs) Whoever wrote that summary. 
did not do it justice. And then mm-hmm. kind of working in, like, I really enjoyed the part where she was like, um, you know, every year I do these reindeer games with my dad's friends expecting something to change. And every year it doesn't change. And then mm-hmm. this year it did change. And it really changed because she, like, opened herself up to something new. Yeah. That was something old. <laughs> and that was really the whole theme of the movie because the movie started out non-traditionally with a scene later in the movie that we're going to see again where she says the line about like you just have to take a leap kind of thing and that's really what the whole movie was about just kind of taking a risk and opening yourself up to things yeah it it was a good movie it was a good feel good hopefully a motivator to people who are kind of like just sitting on the sidelines watching their life go by and I thought it was really interesting this idea of him bringing up the fact that she's so content with just Mm -hmm. being where she's at but it actually not necessarily being a good thing for her because she wasn't willing to step out of her comfort zone Um, and I think that there is such a it's like a balancing act of you know stepping out of your comfort zone but not running from things and staying where you're content like doing things that make you content and being content with your life but not staying to where you're not progressing in life either you know mm-hmm. so yeah I really like that yeah I like that part too because you know his whole thing was he was just never content and he was always trying to do the next big thing because he was like a fading star And just she seemed to be living this perfect life where she was just happy, you know, living in the small town, whatever. Yeah. And then, I mean, she was happy, but not as happy as she could be, basically. Um, I think so. Well, I guess we could do this in stars. Is that all you have for storyline? No, I have a couple of other things. Okay. Um, I really, 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 really loved his crossword puzzle scavenger hunt at the end. Oh, yes. It was so cute. It was so cute, um, and it was something that she likes, so it was specific for her. It wasn't just like a scavenger hunt, the crossword puzzles, because they talked about that, and she got him into crossword puzzles. And mm-hmm. um, I love a scavenger hunt. I can remember when I was like maybe six when I lived in Kansas, and we got the groups together. Everybody came to my house. Not my house. Um, they all came to this lady Joyce's house, and there were scavenger hunts, and then you had to go all around Prairie Village and find the answers to the scavenger hunt and then you all met back at her house at the end and it was like so much fun why don't we do scavenger hunts more often i i just love them (laughs) yeah i haven't done one since college and that was like the only one i think i may have ever done (laughs) It's like, I just think there's so much fun. And even like we did one, um, I won a baking contest one time, guys, <laughs> for our small group at church. And uh, the winning prize was you got this like scavenger hunt that they do in Raleigh where they text you the clues. You have to go find the clues. And once you find the clue, it gives you another clue. You have to answer the question correctly. And it was like so much fun to do with the with the group of people and just kind of like do something different. And I'm sure that there are more of those, but I just thought that I think that we should bring scavenger hunts back. Do it, Carrie. It also makes me think that you should have liked what was it, the Twelve Dates of Christmas better with Tyler, because their whole thing was that scavenger hunt app. 
I do think I commented on that, that I do love a scavenger hunt in that review. But it wasn't there enough were, to There were know, other overcome. issues with that movie, though. Yeah. So, and then um, my last thing was their last kiss, um, which oh. technically was a public kiss. It was not their first kiss. Their first no. kiss wasn't even in this movie. Their first kiss was when they were teenagers. But I didn't hate it as much because they, when they initiated the kiss, they had privacy. It wasn't like they were just kissing in front of all the people on a stage. Mm-hmm. People did cheer, but it was kind of like not everybody was cheering. They weren't like there was really like just their closest friends and stuff. It felt better to me for those reasons. I didn't hate it nearly as much as some of the other ones that we have seen. <laughs> this season yeah some of the other ones were not good um i did have one other note on the kind of well kind of storyline ish but so throughout the movie justin's character kept losing parts to brad who i assume we're supposed to think is brad pitt but brad pitt isn't an action star is he i think he's kind of considered an action star i don't know considered like denzel to be an action star. But I thought it was funny because, well, I went to uh, several different high schools because we moved a lot. But one of the high schools I went to was the one that Brad Pitt went to. Oh. <laughs> so I lived the life of this movie-ish. <laughs> <laughs> he never came back to school, though. There was never any big like, oh, my gosh, Brad's back. And he wasn't in your graduating class. <laughs> he was not in my graduating class. Someone who did also go to that school, who was closer to my class, but still past my time, was Lucas Gray Beale, who people probably would not know that name. Do not know but who that is. He was in High School Musical. He was Ryan Sharpay, Ashley Tisdale's oh. brother. Okay. So, you know, still some other per- famous person, but not nearly as famous as Brad. <laughs> The only famous person that I went to high school with, his name is Brian McCann, and he was a catcher for the Atlanta Braves for a lot. He and you actually there. went to school with him? Or yeah, he was in the grade below me. When he actually got signed, My one of my best friends called me up, and she's like, you won't believe who signed. And I was like, who? <laughs> and she's like, Brian. And I was like, oh, my gosh. She said, I should have dated him when he asked me out in high school. <laughs> <laughs> You just never know. <laughs> you just never know. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. Um, so I'd, I've talked to him a couple times. His brother was in the grade, my grade, Brad, um, mm-hmm. was in my grade. But so I talked to him a couple of times in school, just in passing or seeing him with Brad or whatever. But I did not actually really, really know him. But my one of my best friends did. Huh. That's really interesting. So can we move on to stars? Yeah. Okay. I gave it a five because obviously Sarah and Justin. However, the side people, especially her best friend, basically stole the show. Brian Sills, who was also in We Wish You a Married Christmas on Hallmark. Oh, yeah. Was so funny in this movie. He was very funny in this movie. Whenever he was saying how... He has been trying to live vicariously through her love life for forever, and she has failed him. <laughs> that was so I funny. felt that. She, he and was then, like, like, this is your chance. <laughs> this is our and chance. Like, Don't fail me now. <laughs> and then after she, after her and Justin kiss, 
or almost no wait they did kiss there was a oh yeah there was a second kiss and then a third kiss third kiss is what you were talking about at the end yes so the next morning after that kiss he shows up at her front doorstep because they're neighbors and he's like i've been watching your front step awkward kisses or moments for years and finally (laughs) it's paid off because he caught her (laughs) (laughs) that was so funny Uh, oh and and then she was like she was like literally glowing you could feel it coming out of her i was like oh i miss this feeling (laughs) oh yeah it was so sweet because you know the trope was kind of nerdy girl and then popular guy which kind of had a thing in school but didn't because they were two separate worlds and now they're grown up and still two separate worlds like she's the quote-unquote local librarian he's not supposed to fall for and he falls for her although she's a teacher not a librarian but it was still cute it was really cute okay and then christmas i gave it a three. Oh, i gave it a four and i think i gave it a four mostly because i don't really know what see i was kind of on the fence because i was on the verge of sometimes feeling christmas magic e or like Christmas hope or something. But in the end, I just fell back down to a three. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't have any real great reasons, but I'm sticking with a four. Okay. But it is a love. It is a love. Yes. Woohoo! I got a good pick this week. Next. All right. Moving on to the Royal Nanny from Hallmark. And this one... Has the MI5 agent Claire going undercover as the royal nanny. And it had Rachel Scarston and Dan Janot. This one was interesting. For a setting, I gave it a five because we were in Brussels, Belgium. Yes, I gave it a five. It was not the UK. I do have a little nitpicky kind of a thing. Okay. They made comments like, oh, at Kensington or at Frogmore. Okay. The house that they claimed was Frogmore didn't even look anything remotely close to Frogmore Cottage. I'm just going to say. So I did not love that. I felt like there were definite, like, they could have tried harder on that. Because Frogmore is, like, off by itself on on the grounds of Windsor. And this was, like, in a street, on a street with, like, other, like, almost, like, row houses kind of thing. I did not... Mm-hmm. I. I felt like that took away. I still gave it a five. It was still really pretty. The buildings were really beautiful. It was still not in America. (laughs) Or Canada. It was still Europe. (laughs) Well, I said America. I meant like North America kind of thing. But I agree. Uh, Style, I gave it a three. The only thing I really liked was her red dress for the ball with like the tool around it. Oh my gosh. I did not like the red dress (laughs) really i didn't like one thing with that is i didn't like her hair i thought her hair was bad it looked lank like i know i know she wasn't expecting to attend this ball in the movie so she probably just like took her hair out of the bun and shook it out but you don't think the princess has (laughs) hairstylists that are around that could have helped with that i do think they could she could have so I do too. I really did not like her hair. I did not care. I didn't think the dress was super. I don't want to be mean, but I guess I'm going to be mean. Um, 
I didn't think it was super flattering on her. It kind of made her look flat to me. Really? Yes. So I didn't love it. I think it was the the straps area of the dress Hmm. that I did not care for. And so I was just like, "Mm." fine. Do what you got to do. I I gave it a three, though. So there's that. It wasn't horrible. It wasn't great. Yeah. Otherwise, she was just in nanny outfits, which isn't much of anything. Still better than butlers. That's true. Uh, Storyline, I gave it a four. I gave it a five for storyline. Really? Whoa. Which is surprising. I don't normally like the royal things, but Uh I felt like the mystery involved in this was really enjoyable. And I really liked all of the way that they built the relationships. I actually think it would be kind of cool if they took this movie and, like, Mm -hmm. made a mystery series out of it. I was thinking they needed to make, like, an MI5 series or Nanny Spies series, too. Well, I was thinking more like she ends up marrying the guy and uses her skills to solve, like, Mm. attempts on the crown from the home is what I was kind of thinking. But I could be up for one of those other ideas too. Yeah. Like there's a whole lot they could do with this because like I felt the beginning half of it was slightly slow for me, although I liked parts of it. And I I mean, I didn't like dislike it, but then the second half when we really got into the spy stuff and things happened, like that he, got kidnapped and stuff and I was like oh my gosh and she loses her job and you're like oh my gosh like when all that picked up it got way more interesting and that's when I texted you Carrie and I was like this took a turn (laughs) it did now I will say I did not love okay I did not love her continued use of the umbrella (laughs) Uh, okay didn't she? Okay, maybe I'm remembering incorrectly because I did watch this yesterday and I haven't feel, been feeling great. But she used it to keep so, to to keep the kids safe. Although I feel like she could have just punched the woman. But whatever. I understand you wrote it in there. You needed to use it. Okay, I'm fine with it. But didn't she take it in with him with her to save the guy? And she was like yanking at their feet and like doing all these different things with it to. To take yeah, out I thought the that guys. Was fun. I mean, it was fun, but I just felt like you have all of these skills that MI5 or MI7, I guess is the word that they were using in there. Uh, you have all these skills and you're going to use the one that you barely got trained on for 24 hours at the most. <laughs> it just seemed like a weird choice to me. Well, I was fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> they can't show her breaking people's arms and stuff. This sure is Hallmark. They, they absolutely can. <laughs> Oh, Would have liked to see a headbutt. <laughs> well, she did butt him with the end of her umbrella and the forehead. She, she did so do that. that. Yes. I think the thing I least liked about this movie were the fake accents. You know, I, I was had to bring it up. Going to ask you, and I have a little trivia on this. Actually, uh oh, what is it? They both starred in something together. Do you know what oh, it was? Dan and Rachel. Uh huh. You know, I feel like I should because I watched a little bit of their live together, Um, but no. So they were both in Rain. Ah, I did see that. (laughs) And she was Elizabeth the first, and he was James, I think, the fifth. 
or something. And I looked it up, and I don't know if they were actually ever in the show, like, playing together at the time or, Mm -hmm. like, separate, but they lived around the same period. Like, I think they were born two years, one two years after the other. So I was like, they could have easily been in that show together. I didn't watch. I kind of trinkled off watching when we got to the Elizabeth part. I think I just missed some episodes and just never got caught back up and never finished it. But they did Hmm. actually have some dialect training on that show. Because that was the first thing she ever acted in with an accent. Interesting. And I actually did not feel like it was horrible. I actually was not as irritated with the accents from both of them in this as I was with Will Kemp and his accent in Jolly Good Christmas. Well, yeah, Will's American accent bothered me more, but I I still don't like fake accents. So, <laughs> what'd you give it for stars? I gave it a four because I liked everybody in this movie, and I feel like uh, Dan's sister in this movie, the princess. Uh huh. So sometimes she looked like Elizabeth Olsen to me, huh? AKA okay. Scarlet Witch. And then other times I thought she looked like. Uh, Brittany Snow. I don't know who that is. From Pitch Perfect and John Tucker Must Die. And I feel like you'd recognize her if you saw her. Well, you know, I've only watched Pitch Perfect once. I could see where you would think she looks like her. Um, I've only watched it once because they have that throw-up scene, and I am very much against throw-up scenes, so I will not watch that again. Cover your eyes. No, it's the sound and everything. And you just don't, Cover like... your eyes and ears. <laughs> Anyway, um, I really like them together. The thing I kept thinking about the sister is that she looks tiny (laughs) to me. Oh, my gosh. Her daughter was taller than her. I know. I was like, wow, they picked somebody really tiny, which is kind of funny to me because I think of the royal family, and they're actually all pretty tall. You know, like William is Mm -hmm. over six feet tall. I think he might be 6'2 or something. And Catherine is like 5'10. So like I think I think of these people and they're like, I mean, the queen was tiny, but like her children are all and grandchildren are pretty tall. And so it's just funny to me. I just thought, wow, this is like a tiny person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it just stood out because she was shorter than her daughter. And her daughter yeah. was only supposed to be like 10 or 11 or 12. I don't know. Yeah. She wasn't like a full on teenager or anything. So uh, I gave it a love. Wait, what about Christmas? Oh, Christmas, I gave it a three. <laughs> oh, I gave it a five for Christmas. There were lots of things I liked about this. It didn't give me that Christmas feeling. I, but it did well, have good decorations. Feeling. <laughs> and reindeer. I liked the reindeer game too. That's I cool. liked the reindeer game a lot. Um, I thought that that was like a really fun, unique in inside kind of game. Um, mm-hmm. They did all the wrappings uh, of the gifts and stuff for the charity and all that stuff. And then I also really liked when um, when she put all the ornaments inside of the car. <laughs> yeah, that was funny that to was get cute. the kids on her side. <laughs> so uh, I gave it a love also. Woohoo! Two loves. All right. And then last and maybe least. <laughs> Six degrees of Santa. 
So this one was starring Catherine Davis and Steve Lund and Christmas Enthusiast. Why did I just say that like that? <laughs> Christmas Enthusiast. <laughs> Christmas Enthusiast. Uh, Steph, Steph, not Stephanie, although I bet it is short for Stephanie. Or Stefani. Oh. <laughs> you guys, we went to Starbucks one time and Stephanie told them her name was Stephanie. They spelled it without the E on the end and then the person called it out as Stefani. So that was yes. just funny. Okay. Has so I created- forever am known as that. <laughs> yes, you are. Uh, has created a program, Six Degrees of Santa, when Steph's own gifts land, gift lands in the hands of a leading internet entrepreneur, Jason. He's convinced the original Santa might be his soulmate. You know what I just realized? What? Her name was not Steph in that movie. It was Harper. <gasps> it was Harper. Which is even crazier because, you know, my last name is <laughs> That is funny. <laughs> Harper McNiven. Oh my goodness. All right. So, nix that. I need to read Christmas Enthusiast Harper. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not reading that. Obviously, they changed the name after the blurb, but that is so funny. That is funny. Okay. Moving on to ratings. Set. I gave it a three. I liked their paper shop, but I mean, I didn't think there was anything special. I gave it a four. I did like their paper shop. Um, actually, I don't know that I really even paid attention to that. In this well, movie. well, well. I know it's a miracle. I liked their paper store. I felt like the paper store was a n- unique store. Hmm. So I liked that. I also love going to paper stores. There is this place called Paper Source that sells wrapping paper and other paper things. I love going to paper stores. <laughs> I know. I just love that stuff, like stationaries and journals and, yes, you know, all the stuff. So I liked that. I also really liked where they went roller skating with the trees and, like, laying on the floor, looking up at the trees. I just thought that was really a fun, different thing than the normal ice skating thing. I agree. I just didn't put that under setting. So. But I can see where you would put that there. Style. I gave it a four because once again, I really love her hair. And I think she dressed really cute. And I mean, Steve was attractive. He ripped his sweater off for her when she had coffee poured on her, which I thought was really cute and sweet. And that was so sweet. And he's like, here. I thought he wanted her to, like, wipe it up with his sweater. And then she goes and puts the sweater on. And I was like, all right, I like this. Like, (laughs) you were definitely seeing she was still being, we're going to get into this with the storyline, but she Mm -hmm. was still being a little bit ridiculous with him. I think she called herself bratty. (laughs) (laughs) And he was very sweet with her even thinking not thinking that she was the person that gave her his santa number one or whatever so and then storyline i only gave it a three because i really like enemies to lovers is not my favorite i agree i also gave it a three and this was yeah enemies to lovers for way too long 
And then on top of that, I also hate when they keep things a secret. And she kept her secret that she was who he was looking for. Basically the whole movie. And he like he goes searching for her fairly all early on in the movie. So it's like forever. Oh, yeah. So I really dislike that, which is why it got bumped way down. Yeah. I did not like the enemies thing. The the they were a good hour and five minutes into the movie before I felt like okay, I could see why he might be interested in her. And I don't feel like that's enough time. Mm-mm. Um, no. I will, though, say I do. I did find it interesting that he was like, he took the girl out and they were making the other girl that was pretending to be his Santa number one. And so she talks her neighbor into going out with him. And the neighbor is like, Oh, could you share my business? Blah, 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 blah. And, and he just like does it. And then they meet up and the girl, the girl's like, well, I did all these things. And he, I thought he was not going to be interested in another date. And then he asked me on another date. When he goes to visit her, she's, she's like, well, why did you ask her out again? And he was like, well, I just thought, you know what? I don't give people enough chance or something like that. And mm-hmm. he was going to like maybe he, maybe it was just a you know i appreciate somebody who's enthusiastic about their job and blah 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 so wh- why can't i like see past that yeah he like spun everything into a positive light like oh she wanted me to share her business that's savvy that's not you know using me or whatever and then the other one was, oh, she didn't open up to me right away about this deeply personal thing. Well, that's normal. I should probably be like understanding that no one's going to probably do that for me when they just yeah. meet me. And I appreciated when Catherine's character was like, huh, that's really mature of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, yes, it was. <laughs> Um, okay, I have one more thing about the storyline. Okay. So, towards the end, he finds out that she, the, the friend is not his Santa one. And mm-hmm. they go to dinner and they talk about it. <laughs> and then his assistant shows up. And he leaves them at dinner. He's like, you guys have dinner. It's on me, blah, 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 whatever. And he leaves. And, and I really loved that the, the girl was like really interested in the guy. Yeah. From the beginning. I, she's like, Oh, he's cute. Oh, hey. I thought and they that were was like, like a funny twist. Cause I didn't yeah. see them getting together. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> well, and he hadn't played that much of a role in the whole movie, you know? So mm-hmm. you didn't really, they didn't build his character a whole lot, but yeah. I just thought that was really funny. I liked that it was like happy ending all around. <laughs> we always have to have that. Yes. Okay. And then stars. I still gave it a four because I really like Steve and I really like Catherine and I liked her mom. Like everybody else was fine. So. I gave it a three. I think it was sufficient. And I I would like to see Catherine in something else. And I do like Steve. I just didn't feel... I think the enemies part, she Mm -hmm. was a tad over the top 
in that. And I, you know, I don't know if it was her acting over the top or just the way that they wrote it as over the top or a combination of both. But it was starting to irk me about 30 to 45 minutes in. I was like, Mm -hmm. I'm really over this. You need to move past this. And so that, I think, kept it from me being able to, like, love, love, love it. Yeah. And then Christmas, I gave it a three. I actually really like the idea of this six degrees of Santa, like, gift-giving thing. But I don't know. I still didn't get those feels. (laughs) I gave it a four. I liked the gift giving idea. I felt like they did the the not ice skating, roller skating at the with the trees all around and the laying with looking up at the lights and the I don't know. I just felt like there was the gift wrapping competition, which I really liked because I love wrapping presents. Mm-hmm. And there's the cookie baking. There was cookie baking. Yeah, there was a lot of just things that they did. And I thought everything was really pretty for the holidays, too. So, yeah, that's true. And then I gave it a nonsense, but it's a middling nonsense. I don't regret watching it, but it, it took too long for it to switch over to them not being enemies. What did you give whatever. it for storyline? A three? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I thought you gave it a four because there were several things you gave a four. I was like, you gave it a four and then no. you gave it a nonsense. Okay. But that makes more sense. I also gave it a nonsense, but I think it's barely on the nonsense side. Yeah. It, it's middle of the road. It's a fine movie. It's not like if we're comparing it to Steve's other Christmas movie this year, AKA Christmas bedtime stories on Hallmark. This is way better. Yes. And I would say that if they had not had the enemies thing go on for so long, or like you Mm -hmm. mentioned, like the secret had not gone on for so long. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like I would have really, it would have been a love. It's just that beginning part was like, I just felt like it was so over the top. I couldn't give it for that. And I feel like if those are things you really love about movies, then you'd probably really love this movie. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I don't tend to love those, the, that trope. So Right. Yeah, same. All right. So now we get to rank them, which I think our ranking might be similar. I don't know. Number one, what'd you give? Reindeer Games Homecoming. Yes. Okay. And then The Royal Nanny. Yes. And then Six Degrees of Santa. Yes. And now you know I have to ask, in Merry Measure, because we both watched it, would that oh. mess up anything? You you guys, I... There are parts <laughs> you should have Mary, known I was going to ask. <laughs> there are parts about Merry Measure that I... In Merry Measure that I really liked, and there were parts that I did not like. I think it might go below Six Degrees of Santa. Mm. I but think it's it might go around the same ab- place. Yeah, I think I might put it above six degrees just because I really like singing movies. That's true. And that one funny part whenever he came to pick her up for the date just made me laugh so hard. But otherwise, I think they're about on the same wavelength. How did you feel about Brendan Penny and his glasses? Well, I mentioned to Jen. I wanted to call him Papa Penny in our stories, <laughs> but I didn't, but I called him on our podcast. <laughs> you know, it, it's not a bad look. 
it's not a bad look. It was interesting. It was different. So it, it fit his it, personality and the character. It did. And that was one of those enemies to friends movies. They did come out of the enemies to friends faster, but he was annoying mm-hmm. at the beginning. Yes, he was. So, so there's that. <laughs> How can we stop them from making these people so annoying? Well, I don't think that trope is ever going to go out of style because people freaking love enemies to lovers. And that's usually what happens. That is true. So I don't think we can do anything about it. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps up this review episode. I suppose now I should do our spiel. Yes, you should. You want to sing us out? <laughs> da, da, da. I don't even remember what the theme song was. All right. Well, if you enjoy listening to us today, you can follow us or subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use. You can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, and it really helps us get our name out there and help other listeners find us at Love and Nonsense Podcast. You can also follow us online at Facebook or Instagram, which we're on more at Love and Nonsense Podcast. We have voting stories where you can tell us what movie we should review. We have our Christmas movie rating cards. We have our Christmas bingo, which you've been terrible about keeping up with, but we are doing it. (laughs) I don't want to give everybody all the answers. Well, I don't give all the answers, but I do put cheat sheets up for some movies. So yeah, love at Love and Nonsense Podcast. You can find us everywhere, basically. Bye, guys. <laughs> I'll like, is she going to end? Okay. Well, Bye. I thought you were going to do the, I did you already do the subscribe and rate? Yeah, I said that first. Oh, that's what threw me off. <laughs> <laughs> bye, guys. Well... We'll see you next week or on another day this week. Sunday for our preview. (laughs) I guess I forgot to mention that. But now we're done. For real. For real.